1: They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for
0: the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated
1: by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to Intuitive Connection, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello and welcome everyone to Intuitive Connection. Today we have an intuitive reading and I'm really excited. Our guest Maria is here with some burning questions that she would like guidance on. So Maria, hello and welcome. Hello.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. I love intuitive readings. So yeah.
1: Yay. All right. Mm-hmm. Tell me and listeners what you would like guidance on today and we'll see what we get. Sure. Sure. Today, I would like guidance
0: on thinking bigger. I have the tendency to have great ideas, and I'm proud of that, but on not on expanding them,
1: if you know what I mean. I do know what you mean. Not
0: making them really big or going you know, all the way to the limit of it. I usually keep it small. So yeah.
1: Yeah. And you know what? When I was tuning into your energy before we hit record, I already got some information around that. So I'm really excited to share that. But for some reason, I feel drawn to ask you if you don't mind sharing, what what is your profession? What do you do for a living? And the guides say, what do you do creatively? So I don't know if you see what you do as creative. What I do
0: professionally, I work as a career coach. Okay. So guiding people on their career. Okay. And what I do creatively... Hmm. That's a good question.
1: You know, and people think, often think creatively, like meaning like, do I do art? Do I do video? Mm -hmm. Do I do music? But if you're a career coach and you're sharing ideas and products, because I see that that's part of what you want to do, teachings, products, that's creative as well. Social media Mm -hmm. people can be creative, right? Right. We're creative in all aspects of our life. And in fact, life itself is a creative process. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think that's what they mean is tuning into that sort of creative Mm. part of the work that you do, right? Because that's where you want to experience that expansion. All right. So I'm going to tune in. I'm going to just tune into your energy again. But I know there's already some good stuff that wants to come through. All right. So Maria, the first thing they're doing is they're showing me a picture of you as a little girl. And I think you're in school. I don't know if there was some kind of uniform. You're actually dressed similar to how I see you dressed now. Um, And your hair is pulled really, really tight in like pingtails, tight enough that it doesn't look comfortable. (laughs) That's just what I get. Um, There might be like two, one or two. I just see like the thick braids and the little like, I don't know if this is even still a thing, but the little ball
0: the little uh-huh, hair ties uh-huh. with the
1: little balls. I don't know if yeah. you used to wear those, but it's like so clear and a white shirt, just like you're wearing now. So it feels uniform y, but it might not have been. And I just see you sitting there and, and you have a, a blank piece of paper in front of you and a pen or a pencil in your hand. And you're just feeling so much pressure. You're just feeling so much pressure to do what the teacher expects. Wherever you were in school, it feels like it was pretty rigid and mm. pretty rule-based. And a culture where there was a right way to do things and a not right way to do things. And it was in every student's best interest to do what the teacher wanted. And it felt very high stakes to you. I think that you really wanted to please, you really wanted to get it right. And and there was a certain amount of fear, if I'm reading you correctly, around not doing what was expected of you. Does this resonate? A little bit, yeah. Okay. It feels to me somewhere in the age range between second and fourth grade, okay? Mm -hmm. And it just, I see a child, I think that you probably did pretty well, but I just see that you were really, I also see you squirming in your seat a little bit. So I don't know if that's relevant too, but just really trying to figure out what was expected, what was wanted, what was that magical thing that was going to get you approval and get you, you know, I don't know, the the star of the week or whatever they Mm -hmm. they do to poor children in elementary school. And I think too, that there may have been some expectations at home about how to use school, how to perform in school, what was expected, what wasn't expected. And again, Mm -hmm. I feel that there might've been an expectation. You have to do it this way. You have to do it this one way. And that you know, the stakes of not doing the right thing are pretty high. Mm-hmm. They felt pretty high. And again, you know, it's, it's from a child's perspective. So it may not have been your parents were going to kick you out if you didn't get all excellence <laughs> in school, but it felt like you had a message that that was very important, mm-hmm. that doing well was important and doing well in a particular way was important. Does that make sense? It does. It does. Yeah. And again, the word that comes through Maria's rigidity, there was a rigidity to what was expected of you. And so rigidity and creativity, they don't work nicely together in a lot of ways, right? Because creative energy is expansive. It's about creating new things. It's about breaking out of the mold. And so I think for you within you, there may be, and I want to get this from the guides and not from my brain, although the guides say go ahead, there may be a little tension Between this, I want to do it the way I'm supposed to do it. And I want to help other people do it the way they're supposed to do it. So they're safe and they get what they need and they get the recognition that they desire. But also, there's a little part of me that, as you said at the outset, wants to think big and wants to be able to expand beyond this mold and wants to really like kind of go big or go home. Yeah. Does that resonate? Yes. Yeah. And I think you learned early on that that wasn't safe. That going big wasn't safe i also think that and you have to tell me if i'm getting this right but i also think that and this comes a lot from your female parent and i think too the female parent may have said some things that were very encouraging but we have to remember our behavior matters and also subconscious matters so if you have a parent that says you can do anything the sky's the limit go for it honey but doesn't believe it for themselves and doesn't believe it, they can limit you, right? So it's not just, it's the sum total of the energy that that person puts out. And you as a very um, receptive, intuitive, and I think a child who really wanted to be in harmony and really wanted to please and really wanted to do the quote unquote right thing. I think you are reading all of your, your mother's energy or your female caregiver's energy. So sometimes she would say something that would seem very encouraging, but her energy would be different. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And you're telling me sometimes she said things that were not encouraging. So there was that too. I see that as well. Let me say that she thought she was being encouraging. Let's let's give her that. Okay. And again, as parents, we're all limited to, you know, what we think is the right thing to do. And we're also limited by our own fears and misbeliefs. And so without knowing it, oftentimes in the act of what we think is loving, we give those misbeliefs and limitations to our kiddos, right? Because we think those limitations will keep them safe. Mm-hmm. But there's a little spirit in you that doesn't want to be safe. You want to be free. You want to have fun. You want to experience more joy. And you want to yes. share that with the people that you work with. Does that make
0: Absolutely. sense? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, yes. I see
1: it. And for you, it's all about creativity. That's why they brought up that word. Because you're really creative in the offerings that you do. I don't know, do you do classes? Do you do teachings, trainings? Tell me a little bit about how you work because they're just showing me that that's, that's where you really need to expand into the, your creative Mm. offerings.
0: Yeah. So I, I work mostly on one-on-one settings and I am right now training to become a speaker as I do want to do trainings and be a keynote speaker and also expanding on different products. Yes. So like virtual products that people can buy,
1: download, and work by themselves. Yeah. And that's what I see. I see the products. The speaker, let's let's stop because with the speaking, they're giving me very particular information to share with you. And I think this is something that's going to resonate for a lot of people out there. There's an industry, right, out there around teaching us how to coach, how to speak, how to have social media, how to Mm -hmm. build your email list. And I'm not against any of those things. They're all wonderful. Enjoy them. But there's also, if we get into the wrong headspace with respect to them, a rigidity to it,
0: Mm -hmm. where you feel like
1: if I follow these steps exactly as these steps are given and do not deviate, I will have success, right? But here's the problem with that. You are unique. What will bring you success? What will express your unique voice and your unique vision is not going to be the same thing as the teacher of the class or the person sitting next to you, or anybody else. Mm-hmm. And so I'm a really big fan, and I say this a lot, of taking all the teachings in the world, trying them on for size, and just picking the ones that you like. And not worrying about filling out or you know living up to someone else's external standard, but instead sort of shaking things up and saying like, this really feels right to me. I love this teaching. This is like, oh my God, I can't do that. Or I don't want to do that. Does that make sense? Yes,
0: it does a lot. And actually, one of my talks is about not following people, not copying people. It's about being unique and original and authentic for real. (laughs) Yeah,
1: (laughs) it's amazing Mm. how that lines up, right? Yeah. yeah. And so follow that process for you as you do this, because there's a lot of things that you're being told about how to do it that are not for you. That's how someone else did it. Do it how you're going to do it. And the other thing that they want to say, and this is also so interesting, you know, there are times when we think if something's hard for us, it means something's wrong with us and we have to work harder and nothing's wrong with you. That is not a truth. But sometimes, right, we do learn through challenge. And so, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes too, it's really good to know if something's hard for you, it doesn't feel good to you, don't do it because you have all these you know gifts that you bring into the world and you will be guided where you find ease joy expansion flow towards the things that your soul you know vibes with and wants to express through. Yes. Does that make sense? When we are kids in school we are taught you have to be good at everything. But our spirits some some of us have mathematical spirits and some of us have artistic spirits. And some of us have creative expression spirits or all of the above or none of the above, right? Because it's unique for everyone. And some of us don't express ourselves through school at all. School is like, yeah, I know lots of very successful people that hated school and school, the way it's structured didn't vibe with them at all. So- if you can start to flow into the things that come naturally and easy to you and let go of the stuff that is quote unquote hard, rather than always trying to go for the hard thing and fix what you think might be broken, nothing's broken, mm-hmm. you're going to enjoy it a lot more. And then those things that come up, because there's always things that come up that are less fun on the path to fun, not always, but often, those things become a lot easier when you know they're swept into the current of your joy. Right. Right. As opposed to you sitting on the bank, like trying to fix all the difficult stuff before you jump in the river. Wow. Does that make sense? Yes. (laughs) Oh, yes, it does. Yes, it does. So that's the first piece. Now, in terms of the things that you create, you are actually incredibly creative, but you like shut yourself down. It's like you have these big ideas and then you just somewhere along the line, someone taught you when you're really excited about something, you're not on task. You're not doing your work. You're not doing your job. Just go back to the nitty gritty of life. Does that make sense? So much. Yeah. I think that happened in school, but it probably also is a family thing as well. But I definitely see it happened in school. This idea, stop daydreaming, stop having fun, go back and do your worksheet. Mm-hmm. So the first thing to remind yourself is you're not eight years old in school anymore or 10 years old and that you're creating your own curriculum now, right? In fact, that's literally what you're doing. You're creating your own curriculum and you want to create it from an energy of joy, my friend, because that's what you're going to communicate to other people, right? If I did my podcast from, oh my God, I hate this. This is such a pain. I can't believe I signed up to do this. First of all, no one would tune in because people can feel when you're happy and you're coming from a place of joy but also i wouldn't want to do that because it's my i feel like part of my purpose is to spread joy right when you do something with that energy of joy and alignment then whoever partakes in that doesn't even matter what you put down on the paper doesn't even matter the words that come out of my mouth when i'm doing a podcast right it's it's the energy that people feel does that make sense yes yeah yes. i just saw the light bulb over your head go ding yes a lot So you have to give yourself permission to have fun, to explore, to be creative, to fail. You're not going to fail, but like, you know, color outside of the lines and the thing that comes through will be magical. Okay.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It really will. You're super creative. You're very visual. I see you have like a really nice way of putting words and images together in what you do, which I think people really like. I see almost like a cartoony kind of approach That's really kind of fun and fresh. I think people will really vibe with that. And remember, too, and this again goes to everybody listening we all bring our unique flavor to the world, right? And when you go to the ice cream store, it's not just chocolate and vanilla. Yeah, a lot of people like chocolate or vanilla, but a really good ice cream store has like, you know, 31, maybe even 50 flavors. And then, you know, with mix ins, it's Mm -hmm. infinite. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Want the hot fudge? Do you want the coconut? Do you want the M and M's? Right. So you have to think. We all bring our unique flavor, and they're all equally fun. But what your goal is is just to do you, and then you'll attract in the people that really vibe and can gain most from what you have to offer. Right. Yeah. And that can change because some days I'm a chocolate chip mint girl, and some days I am definitely a sweet cream with toasted coconut mixed in.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Right. But I'm almost probably never a black licorice ice cream person, if that was even a thing, right? And that's okay. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that flavor. It's just not for me. Does that make sense?
0: Oh my gosh. So makes sense. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Almost (laughs) feeling
0: dizzy here. (laughs) Everything that I needed to hear. Okay. I'll give you a second.
1: But I can see what you want to create and it's beautiful. So I really, really have fun with it. Okay.
0: Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And when you feel, and I think for you two to create this, create it for a place of joy. Imagine again, that you're 10 years old and you have like your little notebook and you're doing your little cartoons and you're doing the little stories in your head. And there's no teacher or parent or anyone to tell you, stop doing the fun stuff and get back to work. Yeah, You know, you really just let your inner 10 year old just play, let her have fun, let her create, let her do what she desires. If at the end of the day, you've created something that your adult self doesn't 100% love, Then of course she can come in and edit that, Mm. but you're not going to, and you're not going to have to, but again, it's about letting that editor go for a while so that the child can be free. Right. Okay. Okay. And I think that once you let that child freely express herself and your own higher wisdom will come through that and magical things will happen. Does that make sense?
0: Yes. A lot. I grew up listening to work first, then fun. Right. And everything that that you're bringing is like, no, doesn't have to be like this anymore. It can be fun and then fun and then more fun and always fun and always
1: joy. Yeah. And I think that's what you'd like to share with the people that come to you for career advice. I see that you're very good at what you do and you're very strategic and you're very concrete and you're very loving and kind, which people really like. They really like your energy. You're super accepting. Like you wouldn't judge anybody. You're just always like, you know, you may give someone feedback,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but always from a loving place. And I love that about you because I don't think you've had that experience from others in your life as much as you give it to others, which is remarkable. Mm -hmm. Okay. So just know you didn't, that's not part of your conditioning and lineage that you've passed on. You are so understanding and accepting of everyone and everything. And I just, I love that. And people feel that and they love that. So now you got to give some of that back to you. Yes. (laughs)
0: Does that make sense?
1: Yes, it does. (laughs) All right. So let's see if anything else wants to come through and then I'll ask you if there's anything else. I think we covered a lot today. And again, I think it's about you spending some time with that little child and letting her play and letting her have fun. And for some reason, the guys are giving me the image of a bumblebee. And I don't know if that image... (laughs) Okay.
0: Please tell
1: me what that means. This is so awesome.
0: (laughs) It was one of my favorite toys when I was a child. And I was thinking about it last week. I don't know why, for you know, what was the reason I was thinking about it. This is so funny.
1: That's amazing. Uh And if you're ever doing, I mean, I'm not telling you to rebrand or anything, but if you're doing any branding or if you're doing any logo or something, I would love for it to have the image of a bumblebee. Okay. I love that. And you think about like a busy bee, right? It's around that. And, but not in a worker droney kind of sense. But I mean, bees are amazing. They're amazing. They're loving and kind. You know, they feel the interconnectedness between themselves, between everything. They allow us to eat food and stuff by pollinating things. Mm-hmm. They're magical creatures. And as someone who was a beekeeper for a short amount of time, they're also so loving and kind and gentle. Mm -hmm. right? And fuzzy, the y ones. I was more of a honeybee person, (laughs) but I see you with a bumblebee. So I would, you know, if you have that toy, I'd bring it out, but I would just make that part of your energy. That bumblebee kind of energy is really, really, really good for you. Is there anything else that we didn't cover? I think I gave you a pretty good to-do list. (laughs) Exactly. No,
0: this was amazing. Exactly what I I needed to hear. I have So many things uh, shifting on my business. And as you said, I love my business. I love what I do. I do really well. And I know that. But I kind of needed this guidance of joy first. Yeah. Joy first. Don't put the structure, the rules first. Put the joy first and go for this fun and this fresh and this cartoonish thing, which made so much sense for the kind of people I like to work with. So... I am amazed with this reading. Thank you so, so very much. This is beautiful.
1: Thank you so much. You are a joy to work with. And I'm so excited to see uh, what comes through. So we'll have to stay in touch. Yes, absolutely. I will share with you. Awesome. And thank you everybody for tuning in. And I know uh, a lot of our listeners are going to find commonalities and inspiration from your story today. So thank you so much again for sharing with us. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. All right. And thank you everyone for tuning in. Remember, if you like what you hear, please leave us a five-star review on your podcast listening platform of choice. And if you want to learn more about me or my offerings, check out victoriashawintuitive.com and you too can get a reading if that speaks to you. So thanks again, everyone for tuning in and namaste. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again, and namaste. Hi,
0: I'm Liz Winter, and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Medium Ship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the mind, body, spirit, Dot FM Podcast Network